Thanks to LinkedIn for supporting another mother runner. LinkedIn Jobs matches people to your role based on more of who they really are, their skills, interests, and even how open they are to new opportunities. For $50 off your first job post, go to linkedin.com slash AMR. That's linkedin.com slash AMR. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks to Green Chef, a USDA certified organic company, for supporting another mother runner. Go to greenchef.us slash AMR to get $50 off your first box of paleo, vegan, vegetarian, keto, gluten-free, or even omnivore and carnivore Green Chef meals. We've teamed up with Green Chef, and they are offering everyone in our audience $50 off their first box of Green Chef. Go to greenchef.us slash AMR. Welcome to another Mother Runner Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. Uh, and this is Dimity McDowell hanging out in our early December, Sarah. Yes. 12. Yes. 12. We've made it 100% of another year. Woohoo. It's crazy. I feel like I just got used to writing 2018 like on checks. <laughs> well, the fact that you're still writing checks. <laughs> on occasion. <laughs> on occasion. Okay. All right. So, uh, but there has been progress through the year. Um, for, for my running at oh, least. Good. Um, yes. Good. So yeah, I'm, how, how are things going right now? They are going well. I am back up to just kind of like my usual base mileage most weeks. I'm, I, and it sort of crept up on me. I was, you know, just kind of drilling through, so, um, Strava. I must go to Saga, our food program from Colgate, um, Strava. So, uh, that, yeah. And I was like, Oh, look at that. I ran 24.9 miles last week. So, wow. yeah. So good. So how many days a week is that? Is that five or four? No, f- um, four, sometimes, th- yeah, typically four, um, sometimes okay. three. So it sort of depends on how many days, you know, if it, because my, um, quote unquote long run is eight miles these days and then do usually a six and a five and a four. Um, okay. so yeah, eight, yeah, yeah. Six, five, four. I like it. And, um, and how are you feeling overall? I feel good. I feel very good. Yeah, I am. I definitely the the secret to my feeling good these days is to do the hover, which is, you know, you get down on all fours and then just kind of um, press back into my feet so that then my knees come off the ground. But I'm still Mm -hmm. very much in tabletop position. And I hold that for about a minute. And it just really stretches the bottom of my feet like there's no tomorrow. Oh, so that that keeps the plantar fasciitis at bay. I like it. Yeah, yeah, and a little core work at the same time. I want to say that's probably you know that that the, the fact that's called the hover, you know, it definitely in, mm-hmm. <laughs> intonates a little work there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. Uh, you know, I have the. I used to just count to ten like four or five times while I was doing it. And finally, now I started using a stopwatch on my phone, and boy, toward the end of that, I'm like, okay, I can, I can do this. I can keep yes, doing this. Yes, I can do anything for ten seconds. Okay, I can do anything right. for ten more seconds. Okay, ten more seconds, and then I'll be done. <laughs> and then also the where to look because I put the phone like right under my face i'm like i could turn my head a little bit to the right and now a little bit to the left just so i don't have to look at the time going by exactly exactly (laughs) awesome yeah good that's great to hear yes yes thank you yes so and uh i i read on our website that you're all about the upright stationary bike these days (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I mean, I'm not all about it. It's just more that I like, I thought that at this point I would be like gravitating towards spinning classes or setting up my bike in the basement. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of like the, I kind of like the, the, <laughs> the granny seat and the <laughs> very upright. And, um, my little, you know, I love the little guys that come over and say hi to me and we chat for a minute. And then I go back to watching my, um, you know, Netflix or whatever. And, uh-huh. um, so I do that. I've been doing that a couple of times a week and, Swimming. I swam twice last week, which was mm. with the master's team. So that was uh, good. We're yeah. building up on Saturdays, like, I don't know, sometime around whenever it makes sense. The last Saturday of the year, or the first Saturday of the year, we'll swim a 5K. Um, oh, boy. I know, right? To bring in the new year. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so building up to that and um, running a little bit. I did actually, you know, I'm not at 25 miles a week, but I ran um, last week. I had Mason with me, and he needed mm. exercise, and I needed exercise. So um, his like assist from the hound got me to almost five miles, which is nice. the longest I've written run, and I mean definitely since swim run. So, so that was good, and and, and I felt good right doing it. So yeah. I mean otherwise I wouldn't have gone that long. Um, so yeah, so I mean everything. You know what? Status quo at this day at this stage of our lives is good, right? It's like uh, I can sweat, you know, move five or six days a week, no problems. I'm I'm good. I had that exact same conversation, albeit briefly, with a uh, bammer I ran into at Trader Joe's. I was walking out, and she goes, Sarah Bowen Shay, I just, I'm sorry to bother you, but I just had to say something to you. And she said something, pretty much the exact thing about, you know, that still being able to run is, like, we are grateful for that. Well, yeah, <laughs> and I mean, it's it's pretty much in life in general, too. I mean, I was at a holiday party in our neighborhood on, um, on Saturday, and everyone's like, what's going on? And I'm like, you know besides driving a lot, you know, I mean, everything is good. Like mm-hmm. kids are good. The activities are good. The grades are good. Like the marriage <laughs> is good. Like it's like, and that's okay. Like, I'm sorry. I don't have any drama to report, but it's all good. You know, and, right. that's, and that's, and that's honestly like a very stable, um, lovely yeah. place to be. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, us and our, uh, <laughs> everything just humming along. Yeah, so. exactly. So let's, let's go into other people's problems. Cause we yeah. clearly don't have any, right? Right. Right. So, so this is from Amy from Chapel Hill, North Carolina, who is being so considerate and she's calling in for a question regarding her sister. Hi, I'm Amy, a mother runner from Chapel Hill, North Carolina. And I'm actually calling for advice for my sister, Heather, who just ran her second marathon, the Marine Corps, last weekend. And when we talked, I could tell she was a little bummed she didn't meet her goal time by 10 minutes, And although she did a PR from her first marathon the year before. So, I mean, I think she's a badass runner, military wife and mom of three. And growing up, she hated all things athletic. And look at her now. She's awesome. But still, I would love advice about how to get over not meeting a goal. Thanks so much. Love you guys. Bye. So this question, boy, this one just, you know, hit me right where I lived. That just the, you know, getting over not meeting a goal. You know, I think we have all been there. Oh, absolutely. And mm-hmm. and, and, and I think anybody else reading this or hearing about Heather would be like, um, okay, you PR'd. So, you know, you are a mom of three and a military wife and you ran faster than you ever have over 26.2 miles. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, and not get over yourself cause that's not, but I mean, like, like it's easy to zoom out and see the perspective, um, have a bigger, a wider perspective when you aren't living in those 10 minutes. Right. Um, right. so, I mean, so, I mean, 
I think a lot of that comes from setting your intentions at the beginning of a training cycle um, mm. instead of, you know, waiting, having it all hinge on what the time is going to be. Because honestly, it could have been, you know, 90 degrees and 90% humidity. It could have yes. been, you know, it could have been a nor'easter. It could have been, you know, anything. And would she have been disappointed then? Right. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, so setting intentions like, you know, um, completing most of the training cycle, like whatever feels right for you at that point in your life and, you know, getting the most out of race day and, um, you know, and uh, being saying injury free, staying injury free for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then then when you get to race day, I mean, we say this a lot in our expo talks, but it's not like the, the race is almost a party lap. And a victory lap, right? And um, mm -hmm. I mean, not that it's not a race and not that you shouldn't push yourself, but if you can kind of see it as the culmination of this 18 to 20 week crazy hard thing that you did instead mm -hmm. of the only thing, like detached from that, you know, 18 to 20 yes. weeks, then it doesn't feel quite so, then those 10 minutes don't feel quite so dramatic. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, also, I mean, just to go kind of nitty gritty on it, I mean, Marine Corps, it's a crowded race. It's, you know, so maybe four or five of those minutes was kind of be dodging, weaving, you know, getting around people, getting oh, in sure. your groove, you yeah. know? So, and I mean, to take 10 minutes off a you know, 26.2 miles. I mean, that is a significant accomplishment. That is not just, you know, a second here and a second there. No, it's like 20 seconds a mile. And then if you, and then if you, I mean, if you think about if she wanted to take off, um, I guess we don't know what her, her, her former PR was. Um, mm -hmm. But I mean, you know, I mean, you know, if people, people sometimes think like, oh, 20 minutes. Well, you know what, that's almost a minute a mile, you know, or close mm -hmm. to that, depending upon, you know, so that's not, you know, if you're like, oh, well, I run, tens and now I got to run nines. Like that's mm -hmm. a lot, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I think sometimes that leap seems easier on paper than it might be physically. And it's not that you can't do it. It's just that you might need another training cycle to do it. Exactly. To um, chip, chip, chip away at it. Yeah. yeah. But then as far as to get over it, I mean, a couple of things that I would do if you, if you're like, okay, that fires me up and I want to give it another go, I would definitely take 20 minutes. And I know it sounds dumb, but take 20 minutes and write it down everything that went really well during the training cycle, anything mm -hmm. that you want to change, um, same for the race day, you know, everything from what you ate the night before to how long you might have, if you needed a bathroom break, you know, maybe you feel like you spent too much time at the water stations because, you know, when you come around to that starting line again, which will be, you know, probably at least four months from now, if not more like six, eight, 10, um, mm -hmm. you're going to have forgotten the, the, right. the exactly. lessons that you wanted to remember, even if you said, I'm going to remember this. So mm -hmm. having a written document where you can go back and say, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. I remember that 18 miler this time went really bad and it went really bad for me this time. So it's going to be okay. You know, like, mm -hmm. or whatever, or I remember that I really liked running hills, made me feel powerful. I'm going to add some more in this training cycle or whatever. I skipped strength. I'm going to add it in, see what happens, you know, whatever it happens to be um, just having some documentation so that when you go back, you can, you know, check your work. Exactly. Exactly. And then make that progress that, that we talked about the chip, chip, chipping away at it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So well, this question, it's timely and it, uh, given that it's cold and flu season comes from Zoe in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Hi, this is Zoe. I'm calling from Kalamazoo, Michigan, and I've been sick for the past month, like really sick and unable to run. And I would love some uh, feedback on how to get back into running once you've been sick. 
I want to be able to run the five miles that I run every day with my friends, but I'm just not there yet, and I would love some, some help. Thanks so much. So I actually got follow-up from that one. She has uh, bronchitis, so it wasn't oh, just a run-of-the-mill cold. So she was still got this, even though this question came in about a month ago, she still wasn't feeling great. So, and she, I don't think she was even back to running yet. So oh, sorry to hear I, that, Zoe. That sucks. Yeah, but I do love that the that the what she's trying to come back for is not some race or something, but it's so that she can run those five miles with her friends every day. Um, that just seems like a. Um, a really pleasant goal to have. Very so, Bammer thing. It's a very yeah. Bammer thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what would you tell her? Or what would you tell people who are, you know, wondering about where they well, are health-wise? I, I mean, so if it if it was, you know, you're out for a couple of days, you know, depending on what type of shape you were in before, you know, if, you, if you're feeling good once you get back out there, I mean, you know, let's say your regular run is, we think probably would be five miles, you know, maybe go out there for, for three. And um, that's what I would do. And then you know, maybe the next time then go out for four and then get back up to five. And I would probably also go up by myself at first so that if I had to shift to walking or turn around after three quarters of a mile, something like that, that then, um, you know, I wouldn't feel like I was letting my pals down. So, yeah. 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 But, you know, out for a month, I mean, that, that I'm, I'm thinking, what do you think going back to doing run walk at that point? Or do you think, yeah, I mean, I would, uh, you know, it just depends upon where she's coming from. And I, I would just say do less than what you think you can. You know, mm-hmm. you want to you want to not stress your body so much that you get, you know, you get another um, onset of bronchitis or, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. So I would just, you know, I would listen to your doctor. Um, and then I would, um, once he or she gives you like the, the, the all clear, or you're offering antibiotics or whatever, then I would start with like 20 minutes, 20 minutes of run walking, see how it feels. I would probably you know, she's in Michigan, I probably would um, go to a gym instead of breathing in that cold, cold air um, mm, and see how that feels first. And then, um, and then kind of just progress. But I mean, you know, the biggest thing is that, you know, you can get back to where you were, but you can't, but, but if you push too much at the beginning, if you're out for an extended period of time, you're going to set yourself back um, mm-hmm. even more. So, you know, I would say probably the first couple, the first week, maybe three or four times, 20 minutes, the second week, um, you know, three or four times, 25 minutes, maybe with a little bit longer on the weekend, 30, 35, and then just kind of slowly getting up to that five miles. And, um, and maybe some of her friends, like maybe she could meet them halfway, maybe they could start together and end together. Um, mm-hmm. you know, something mm-hmm. like that. Cause if that's obviously a big part of it, then I don't want to like, you know, just say, no, you must go to the treadmill until you can <laughs> run five miles, you know? <laughs> right. Um, right. So. right. Or figure out where they're meeting up afterwards for coffee or hot cocoa or whatever it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Um, and- yeah. Well, and then, and then similarly, I mean, you know, if you don't have bronchitis, the biggest, you know, the kind of the, the, what would you call it? I can't think of the word, but the, the wisdom goes, you know, if it's above your neck, right. If it's like your nose is runny and um, you got, you know, a lot of like runny eyes and stuff, mm-hmm. you could probably go out for an easy run, but if it's coming into your throat and into your chest and lungs, like um, lay off for sure um, mm-hmm. until you feel better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always feel that I feel better in the morning. So sometimes I've actually, I don't know. I, I trick myself and I go out before the, before the, the mucus hits. <laughs> yeah, before the mucus and, and you know me, Dim, I always get a fever with things. And so oh, sometimes, sure. you know, my temperature is always lower in the morning. So then, yeah. you know, the, I've definitely gone out and done runs and then, oh boy. And then a couple hours later, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm really sick, but at least I got my run in. I know you're trying to cheat the system. I know how that goes. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, that doesn't work in the long run. Yeah, no, but so, and also be drinking a lot of noon immunity. We're, uh, I was just telling someone how great that is with all the vitamins and the, you know, um, immunity boosting ingredients that it has. Turmeric. So, yes. Turmeric. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yep. No, definitely drink a lot of that and, you know, and sleep, sleep, mm-hmm. sleep is like the best medicine going. So Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's your answer for everything. Just, it is. Just well, get it. Hey, honestly, it's vitamin S. There's nothing that a good sleep probably can't make better. Right? It is so. Oh my gosh, I like it's that so often that the, it's just like hitting the reset button. It's yeah, they'll be freaking out or something. I'm like, just go to sleep. It'll seem so much better in the morning. Oh, I know. I, I, especially when they're like really, really worked up, and I'm just like, oh my god, if I could just get you to calm down and like close your eyes, I promise you, it's gonna be better. You know. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Okay, I'll rub your back for 25 more minutes. <laughs> no, the app to sleep. That's, it's, it's not, uh, that's not the case as with the grown, they're a little bit older now. But God, when yeah. they was little, oh, especially when we were traveling. Oh my God, I'm mean, used to freak out the night before I left. I mean, she's almost like a dog, you know, when they see the scoops uh, and they're like, oh, no, don't, don't go, don't go. You know, like, oh my gosh. Oh my you know, a year ago, I would not really have known what you meant. And now yesterday was, uh, I discovered what yesterday was, a new term for it. It was our gotcha day and that was the anniversary of owning augie and oh my goodness the look he gets on his face when he sees my luggage he's like no 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 yeah (laughs) they're not dumb (laughs) the right hire can make a huge impact on your business that's why it's so important to find the right person but where do you find that individual you could try posting on the job boards but can you really be sure the right person sees your job Instead, find the person who will help you grow your business with LinkedIn. As the world's largest professional network, people go to LinkedIn every day to grow professionally and discover job opportunities. How's this for a stat? 70% of the U.S. workforce is already there. LinkedIn jobs matches people to your role based on more of who they really are, their skills, interests, and even how open they are to new opportunities. This way, your job gets seen by more of the right people. Most LinkedIn members haven't recently visited the top job boards, but 9 out of 10 members are open to new opportunities. So you can only reach them on LinkedIn. That's why a new hire is made every 10 seconds using LinkedIn. Every 10 seconds! And businesses rate LinkedIn 40% higher than job boards at delivering quality candidates. As small business owners, Dimity and I know what an astounding difference the right hire can make, including our whiz-bang director of marketing, Katie, a mom of three who previously worked at Hearst and Meredith. Go to linkedin.com slash AMR and get $50 off toward your first job post. That's linkedin.com slash AMR for $50 off today. Terms and conditions apply. Green Chef sends a variety of organic ingredients and imaginative new recipes each week. With Green Chef, it's easy to maintain your specific diet and enjoy exciting new options. Everything is hand-picked and delivered right to your door. Let Green Chef do the meal planning, grocery shopping, and most of the prep for you each week. My family and I really enjoyed the meals Green Chef sent us. Our first meal was a winner with all my peeps. Creamy artichoke and kale penne with a zesty pine nut gremolata. Made with whole wheat pasta, it was bursting with flavors. Green Chef expert chefs design recipes with gourmet flavors you typically only find in restaurants. Like the gremolata on the penne, it elevated the dish to a new level. Yet I had it ready on the table in only about a half hour. Go to greenchef.us slash AMR to get $50 off your first box of Green Chef. That's greenchef, 
us slash AMR for $50 off your first box. From Kalamazoo, we are heading south to Sarasota, Florida for this question from Rebecca. Hi, this is Rebecca from Sarasota, Florida. I'm calling to ask if um, there's a way to stay motivated um, as you're building miles. Uh, I signed up for my first 10K, so going from a 5K to a 10K in March, and I feel like I'm having a hard time getting my little fire lit under my my feet to uh, move up to double my miles. So if you have any advice, I'd greatly appreciate it. Thanks. Double her miles, fire mm-hmm. under her feet. Um, mm-hmm. So first of all, um, I would say a plan is very important um, because that kind of takes the thinking away from you, takes that pressure off your shoulders. So you really just have to say, okay, you know, I need to run this long today, this long tomorrow, take a day off, cross train, whatever. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, that sometimes is nice. And sometimes, you know, a lot of the motivation, I think some is decision fatigue, like, mm. what do I have to do today? You know, something like I get that at the gym, you know, like, oh, should I get on the step mill or should I get on my beloved stationary bike or should I go to the pool or, you know, because I don't necessarily have, you know, a set schedule. Um, you need to repeat that because I was writing it down and I was caught up so much in its awesomeness that I forgot the word. Motivation is Decision, it stems decision. from decision fatigue. I like that. It's a big thing we talk about in the Simply Nourish Like a Mother programs. Like when you go to the store and there's 17 flavors of something looking at you, you know, and mm-hmm. you're just like, I mean, honestly, and I'm not kidding. Like, you know, peanut butter kiss cookies, my favorite holiday time. Love those to the ends of the earth. Yesterday <laughs> afternoon, I'm like, I need to make some kiss cookies this week. And so I ran into the store. Amelia and I had literally been... I mean, I'm not, okay, so we got our Christmas tree, then we went to Target, then we went to World Market, then we went to Costco, and then I was going back to the grocery store to grab a couple things. And um, I mean, so we were out and I was just like, ugh. And then, so that's kind of where the kiss cookies came into because I probably needed a jolt of sugar. And um, could not find regular milk chocolate Hershey Kisses. Are you kidding me? There are cherry ones, there are caramel ones, there's cocoa ones with hot chocolate uh, marshmallows on them. There's um, peppermint, there's almond. Like, I just want a regular, straight up milk chocolate Hershey Kiss, you know? <laughs> is that too much to ask for? Please, I, is that too I, much that's, to ask for? That's, so, that's, so that's the example, right? And, and, and what, I mean, the decision fatigue isn't just around food, but it's that we just have to make decisions all day long, right? Oh, What's for no. dinner? What time are we leaving? What's the best choice between this and that? I mean, that's why, um, you know, Obama used to- I was going to say Obama was famous for that. Yeah, like only what, only had a couple suits or had someone lay out his clothes for him because he didn't want to have to decide another thing. You know, mm-hmm. like, am mm-hmm. I going to think about world peace? Am I going to think about, am I going to wear a brown suit or black suit today? You know? Right. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, so that's, I guess, a long way of saying, you know, a plan is nice. And that's, I think, a lot of why people like to be on plans. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you're not really, you are doubling the mileage on the race day, but a lot of the training will look the same. You're going to go up a mile or two, you know, mm-hmm. from a 5K to a 10 mile, uh, or to a 10K, I'm sorry. Um, you know, like a daily run, like maybe you would run like two miles um, in a 10K plan. Maybe you're running three or four, but it's not like you're doubling the mileage week by week. You're not going to have to go twice the distance. Sure. That makes sure. Sense. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, but, um, I think it can be so daunting for, you know, I think to maybe people who've run longer races that, that, that it's hard to tap back into that, how daunting that can be. And that, oh my goodness, it's going to be, you know, it's double, di- well, 5k to a 10k. <laughs> so in terms of k's, we've gone into double digits. Sure, sure. Uh, and, 
I think just, I, I think the, ex, I don't know how to bottle that excitement. I mean, um, whether it's recruit some friends that you're going to be training with, because then, you know, you've run, you've run an extra mile without even thinking about when you have somebody by your side or discover a whole bunch of new podcasts that you like. I mean, it seems like there's a ser- new series coming out, you know, every On week. On a daily basis, yeah. 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 Or, you know, there's... Um, a I sticker mean, chart. Know. Everyone loves a good sticker chart, right? If you have your training plan. And of uh-huh. course, I, it goes without saying, we recommend the Train Like a Mother Club for that. Yeah. Um, for the 10K training, we've got a, um, a run plan and a race plan um, uh, coached by Coach Amanda. And the run plan is a run-walk plan um, as it starts mm-hmm. out as that. So it's really nice um, for people who might be a little bit intimidated by the distance. So that could be a very good fit for you. Rebecca, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but a sticker chart because then you can you know put a sticker on all the P- on all the boxes and the PDFs. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, when we, when I was training for um, Nike Women's Marathon, which you know um, was definitely very intimidating to me. Um, you know, I paid myself a dollar for every mile that I, I um, ran, I, I or that. ten mm-hmm. minutes for every um, you know for uh, a dollar for every ten minute chunk I did on the bike um, once yep. I got injured. Um, and you know, that is really fun and it doesn't have to be a dollar, but it could be 50 cents. It could be 25 cents and then take it at the end of your training program and go spend it on something that, you know, is, is fun. Like at that point I wanted, um, some new clothes. I was so sick of my maternity clothes and my, you know, kid clothes with throw up all over them that I was like, I'm going to get some new clothes. Um, right, right, right. And you should make it clear that you don't pay yourself as soon as you get back in from the run. You, you kind of keep the oh, money you, tally yeah, it has a bit. Accumulate at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then, yeah, and that's kind of your celebration. So there you go. Um, yeah. And then the other thing, and I, you know, this is kind of my catchphrase around here, but don't think just go. And there's so much, um, simple wisdom in that. Um, like, don't think, just go. Like the first thing in the morning, you know, before you hit your alarm and before you think, oh, should I hit snooze? Should I stay here? No, just roll out of bed, roll into your clothes that are already laid out and you live in Florida. So the good news is you don't have to put on like 17 layers, just you know, put on your cute shorts and tank top and roll out the door. And before your mind can even catch up, you will have, you know, your five, 10 minutes into the workout. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. same with, same with work, you know, if you can get in a lunchtime run, everyone's, Oh no, everybody that, d- that doesn't work at my job. And I'm like, okay, the woman that I used to work for, who was the editor in chief of Oprah magazine for quite a long time, I remember her saying distinctly, there's nobody is so important that you can't be gone for 45 minutes, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, at lunchtime. Mm-hmm. So if she can do that I'm not saying you might you might be more important than that and Oprah magazine is like you know my holy grail so you know um, it may not mean anything you might be Oprah herself um, you know exactly it wasn't Oprah (laughs) Um, and then and then similarly you know with your kids you know your kids get all you know mom don't go mom you're always away why do you run so much you know and they get that whole attitude and you know what Um, and then you come back and you're in a better mood and you can deal with them um, and their attitude if they're teenagers or if they're younger than that they don't even remember that you but they didn't want you to go, you know? I'm like, oh, hey, mom, you're back. Can I have a cookie, you know? Oh, please, you're lucky if they say hello when you walk back in the door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so that, I mean, so don't think just go if you can kind of just like almost like keep that cemented in your brain as far as, because sometimes there is no magic. Sometimes it's not like, oh, yeah, I'm going to meet my friend or, oh, I want that sticker or, oh, I want that money or whatever. It's just like, okay, I committed to this. Um, I am going to get myself out the door and I know that I will come back in a better place. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Sometimes there's no magic. Not quite the message we want to be conveying during this holiday season, <laughs> but, but for a training plan, it works very well. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's a, Our... a good run. <laughs> so we have a short question from Susan from Underwood, Indiana. Hi, Dimity and Sarah. This is Susan from Underwood, Indiana. And my question is, what are your favorite post-race recovery tips and tricks? Have a badass day. Later. Okay, let's try to think back, Dim, to when we actually had races. You've done, you've done races this year. I so what am races, I? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I say a huge break with a capital B. I mean, honestly, like that is the best recovery um, for me, you know? So that means, um, you know, traveling, if, if you've traveled, traveled home, um, in, you know, the next day is a walk. Um, the next day is a walk. The next day might be a really easy, you know, spin around my neighborhood on the bikes with the kids. Like nothing physically draining for, I don't know, at least two weeks, right? Um, mm-hmm. Depending upon the length of the race and, and your next goal. But, you know, I think people get so caught up in feeling like they're going to lose their endurance and lose their base and lose their motivation. And the reality is, is, it, is when you give it a chance, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder, right? And so mm-hmm. like when I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm ready to train again. Like when I realize that, I mean, I'm kind of getting that, um, that little fire right now. I got a couple emails about um, some triathlons this summer. I'm like, oh, wow. And there's a swim bike. Maybe I want to try that. You know, where last nice. year's time, never, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, just, just a thought um, there. So, I mean, that's, I think the best thing. And then sleep. I mean, again, that sleep, you can't have enough. I'm sorry, but you really can't. Grant, Grant sent me an email the other day. He's like, do you think you might be sleeping too much? Um, there's like this whole, like, you know, uh, if you're t- getting like nine or 10 hours, which I don't get nine or 10 hours, I get seven to eight. Uh-huh. Um, but I think most people get like six to seven and think that's enough, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so what'd you tell Grant when he emailed you? I, I said, oh, that's interesting. You know, I was just like, uh-huh. <laughs> like I don't, okay. I don't think so, but you can do that. <laughs> you um, didn't throw some choice words his way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what what are what are some things you like to do after a race to recover? Some? Well, I mean, dep- definitely depends on the. Um, and it's interesting that you chose kind of a, the longer view of it. I was almost thinking kind of just across the finish line. Oh, okay. um, but but also though no, but I don't I don't know. But but I hearkening to what you were saying, you know, when I was in my more obsessive phase of things, I would be so loath to take time off after a marathon in particular. And I remember the first time I ever took an entire week off of running after running a marathon. And the difference that I felt was so astonishing. I mean, I remember when I would start running, you know, the day after a marathon or two days after a marathon, like 30 days later, I would still feel that marathon in my legs. And by taking a week off of running, gone that was not the case at all yeah yeah it's like carrying around a wheelbarrow of bricks in your legs for a month instead of like dumping it during that first week by letting your muscles heal a little bit and then you know filling up the wheelbarrow again (laughs) exactly i love that wheelbarrow of bricks i'm writing that down all right just keep keep quoting me sarah internet like memes for me i am that's what i'm writing these down for I'm like, oh, that makes such a good meme. <laughs> I don't think so. I always think like, oh, I should make some of those. And then I'm like, ah, I don't know. There's something very, you got to be really crisp on them. Oh, my crispness God. And so- our, I don't think crispness is our forte. 
<laughs> oh, I don't know. That, yeah, but I do think the same thing when I see this super funny, you know, particularly parenting memes. I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. It's so on point. It's phrased so well. I'm like, we ought to try to do those. I'm like, nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> don't think, just go. Okay. I did that one. Right. That was right. seven years ago. Okay. Right. Let's, let's do it in a different color, Timothy. Then it'll seem new. <laughs> so, um, but... For let's get getting down to a couple brass tacks. I mean, compression gear makes such a difference, particularly if you're traveling, if you've done an away race. So, you know, compression gear, we love CEP. We love Lily Trotter socks. All the people who attended our Cape Cod retreat got a pair of those because it just gives that nice little squeeze. And oh my gosh, I I definitely still wear them when I'm flying, whether I'm coming home from a race or not. Mm -hmm. And um, just gets things flowing. I have worn compression other garments other than just socks. So my gosh, I had a pair of um, compression thigh highs by a um, company that um, the name escapes me right now. But I mean, it just just that gentle squeeze on your muscles and working the blood up so it doesn't pool down there and my feet, because, you know, our feet dimmer kind of far away from the, our hearts. Um, exactly. And, <laughs> um, you know, maybe keeping a closer eye on protein intake after a race, um, you know, and, and um, I don't know, just um, maybe a massage a couple days later. Do love a good massage. Do love uh, a good massage. And then yeah. the, well, the, I, of course, I always have to bring it back to like emotions, but um, the only other thing too that I would say, and I know we've talked about this before, but just know that, you know, the bigger you, the bigger the race, like the bigger significance it has in your life. So, you know, if you, um, you know, say train for um, your first marathon, or maybe you train for your first um half Iron Man or something, you know, something that like, you know, you really, you dedicated months and months and months and months to your training. Mm -hmm. Um, it is normal to feel a little blue afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, and just to have that, like, ugh, you know, kind of that day after Christmas slash, you know, day after, I don't know, your wedding or whatever. I don't know what the, the exact, you know, cause I'm like, I know, I know everyone doesn't celebrate Christmas, so they might not have that feeling, but it's kind of like, you know, that Sunday night feeling where you're just kind of like, Bleh, you know, uh, yeah. like mm-hmm. what's, what's going to happen now? I don't really care. You know? <laughs> um, so, so just knowing that that is, that's normal and that, you know, so if, if it hits you just be like, okay, I'm going to, you know, these are the blues. I'm going to probably have them for a couple of days and then I'll start to kind of climb out of my, um, out of my well and figure mm-hmm. out, you know, what I want to do next. And I think a lot of that too, is just, you know, I think, you know, part of it is probably natural. So it helps your recovery. Right. Cause it's, mm. cause you're not like all fired up to be like, okay, now what am I going to do? You know, but instead like, right. all right, well, I guess maybe some fresh air would help me. I'll go for a 20 minute walk, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so, wah, wah. but yeah, so there's that, um, what other stuff? I mean, eat, eat what you want for, you know, especially if you've been, um, really, uh, strict about like trying to, you know, eat, eat clean and all that stuff, you know, for a day or two, I remember God, the, like the day after, or when I got back from San Francisco for the Nike women's marathon, I found these, um, you know, chocolate chip pumpkin muffins, which, you know, I love, but they're like yeah. the worst kind at, um, like a Safeway, you know, and they're like oh. as big as, you know, That's your head. A, a soup bowl. Yeah. I mean, they're just large, <laughs> large. And I remember I ate, I think I ate all four of them in like two hours. Like, you know, and you I was just like, just of it. oh my God, maybe not two hours, but I definitely ate all four of them within 24 hours. And they were oh my goodness. big chunks of just carbs, bad carbs. 
and um and it was lovely so <laughs> and you remember it fondly more than 10 years later <laughs> exactly exactly i really do so so yeah so that hopefully that's that's helpful yes yes all right well and um so well dim i think someone who's coming off a race or maybe who's looking to you know, stay motivated throughout the year in 2019. I'm thinking maybe we have a solution for, for those types of situations. We might, we might. It's called Many Happy Miles and it just <laughs> launched last week and I'm so dang excited about it. Um, it has been a work in progress for a long time. It's our first um, annual membership program around another mother runner. And the idea is, is we want to help you have your um your best year yet and by by many happy miles we mean um forward mo movement most days of the week so we've got monthly workouts to um keep you motivated we've got um, monthly challenges and maybe everything from um i know july is going to be 50 miles of running and 50 10 minute blocks of cross training um we have beautiful little stars that mark it people love to again going back to the stickers people love to mark things off um, but the idea is, is that it's, it's about, you know, um, making sure that you always have some exercise and movement in your life, but also enhancing other parts of your life that mm -hmm. um, involve running, but will also kind of trickle into um, maybe how you think about your own goals and how you think about um, your own focus and, um, you know, a little bit more introspective. So, you know, planning your year in a way so that when you turn around and the clock is going to turn to 2020, you're like, wait, where did 2019 go? And so mm -hmm. you're like, oh yeah, 2019 was the year I did X, Y, Z because I held myself accountable and I laid out this plan and I was supported through many happy miles. Mm -hmm. Um, so lots of, and the other good stuff. So we, like we'll have, um, guest workshops that will help us with that, that kind of accessory part of it. Yeah. Um, we're going to have, um, discounts and, in the mother runner store and in the train like a mother club and on other, uh, some more of our favorite gear, the um, binder, the binder, oh, the binder gosh. and the, bi I mean, I gotta say <laughs> the binders <laughs> might be my most, my most <laughs> exciting thing about the whole thing. Uh, going old school and we got these awesome, many happy miles, 29. 19 binders designed. Um, we have some tabs in there, even some custom mm -hmm. tabs to mm -hmm. help you organize your, <laughs> your reels. Um, and yeah, I'm just really excited because it's, you know, a lot of the time we think about when we think about AMR, you're like, would this enhance my life? You know, does this product actually work for me when we think about our partners mm -hmm. or, you mm -hmm. know, thinking about the training plans? Oh, well, let's have a day off instead of, you know, having six days a week because most people need that or whatever. And mm -hmm. um, I can firmly say that many happy miles would be a program that I would love to do. And I am going to do right. Like, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to lead it, but I'm also going to participate in it because, um, it is that little bit of just filling in the gaps that helps you find your confidence and your strength on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they can find it at anothermotherrunner.com slash many happy miles. Again, that's anothermotherrunner.com slash many happy miles. And there's a picture of the binder. There's a link to the binder a on there. A link to the binder. I know. I wish I had the real one because the, the fake one, not the fake one, but the prototype the is so blah compared to <laughs> the rock'em sock'em yes. custom. <laughs> <laughs> it was like office supplies. Oh, now you're speaking my language. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So, and please keep your questions rolling in on that uh, phone number we have, which is 470-BADASS-1. That's 470-223-2771. 
Tell us your first name, where you're calling from, and please keep your message to 90 seconds or less. Also, please subscribe to our show so that the episodes automatically downloads. It helps bolster our numbers. Keep the questions coming. We're here with answers. We'll be right back.